Hi, my name is Jim Meehan. I'm a medical doctor. I'm the CEO of Meehan MD. What I'm here to talk to you about today is getting started on a health journey that is not being done in the United States today. The broken healthcare system is something I left a long time ago so that I could teach you to become a scientist of your own health. I created the Mindset Framework for Health. Mindset is an acronym that um, guides us in the seven key elements of health. We want to focus on M, the microbiome, and your mind-body connection. We want to talk about I, the inflammation control in your body. N is for nutrition. D, detoxification. S is sleep. E is exercise and T is total hormone balance. If we don't get those seven key elements in line, optimized, uh, working for you instead of against you, I'm not the pill for every ill business model. I left that a long time ago. We've created something better here at MeNMD. We're guiding you on a journey to optimal health by helping you focus on those seven key mindset elements to take you to a place in your health that you've never been before because you've only had doctors that wanted to spend a few minutes with you prescribing a pill for that symptom that you have. I believe in using nutrition and exercise and lifestyle changes and targeted supplementation and getting your hormones in optimal balance, ending all of the things that are driving your health into the dirt. I want to take you out of that and I want you to grow, get strong, get healthy. Go to MeehanMD.com and get started with this. Just click on the let's get started button and you can download information about um, how to treat COVID-19, how to end inflammation, how to start your health journey. You want to lose weight? You want to get your hormones balanced? Come to MeehanMD.com. And outside when the, all of them were coming out, there was a kid there with a bunch of puppies and he was trying to sell them and he was saying, come buy a Democrat puppy, buy a Democrat puppy. Two weeks later, the Republicans held a fundraiser in the same, same hall. And there was the same kid with the same puppies. When they were coming out, he was saying, buy a Republican puppy. Well, one of the press, a newspaper man who'd seen him two weeks before said, hey kid, wait a minute. Two weeks ago, you were trying to sell these puppies as Democrats. What are you doing here now trying to sell them as Republicans? The kid says, now they got their eyes open. Well, you, 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 you never, uh, when you go back and listen to Ronald Reagan, and for those of you who are old enough to be able to have been watching him in live, I know he was hilarious, man, because when I go back and hear these, and shout out to Crystal who brought, brought us that clip, um, it, he, he always was so hilarious, you know, uh, and, and just kept people at ease, even though he was getting them straight and you know pointing the finger at him he just had a humorous way of doing it you know and so this <laughs> you never can't get enough of of ronald reagan and the way he brought people together but you know even with him bringing uh people together there were a lot of immigration issues um that that a lot of people are beginning to realize and, and over time looking back and say well there's things that boy he really he really opened the doorway for a lot of you know things for people to come over into the country illegally and different things like that but the policies and and the way he brought people together you uh, you we wish that it was still in that era in that time but it is we're not in that era and we're not in that time i mean uh we we don't have people 
uh, that can laugh things off on both sides of the aisle because it's all attack mode. It's uh, cutthroat, and they're going, you know, they're coming after our children. It's not a laughing matter now, uh, and and they are subverting, and there's no more uh, respect for our election and integrity with it. It's all out, you know. It was all. It was always a spectrum of people that would do certain things in certain cities, you know, in certain pools or area, but they've, they've, uh, uh, they have, uh, gone and they have uh, infiltrated more larger cities throughout time. And they've been willing to do things that nobody would have even thought of, or not very many would have thought of to do when it comes down to stealing election and so many other things. And so, um, although it would be great to have someone uh, like him that can just laugh and have everybody, you know, cracking hilarious jokes and all that, but uh, we're in wartime now, and he wasn't in wartime. We're in, in serious wartime, and we need a leader that will wield the battle axe, that will be willing to fight like never before for us, because right now it is not a laughing matter at all. Well, uh, welcome, 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 patriots, saints, friends, and family to the Apostolic Conservative Show, and I am your host, Will Jones, and I'm mighty glad to have you with us as we are entering into episode 546. How can we stop fentanyl at the border if we can't stop cocaine at the White House? Huh? That's, that's something serious. All right. We'll come back to you in just a moment. Okay, we was just quiet, sitting back. We were excited then when they started messing with it. No other choice but to step up. Yeah, so uh, before we get into the Hunter Biden talk and, and all the shenanigans that uh, that he's just, I mean, it, it's crazy. Let me say this. I had an individual reach out to me about how can I, I can't, I just refuse to support uh, someone like Trump who uh, calls the insurrection at the J6. And you already know, uh, if you've been watching our show, that uh, this person has been, you know, been watching mainstream media, you know, she and and just, you know, going along with the narrative with the J6 committee. Although I had to remind her, or let her know that hey, they had fourteen thousand over fourteen thousand hours of video 
that they refused to release. Why? Because they, if they released those videos, that we, that, then they would have seen that there were Antifa that uh, stormed it, Antifa that uh, encouraged people to go into the Capitol. They would have saw undercover, uh, 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 well, an informant of the FBI named Ray Epps the night before and trying to stir up uh, the the insurrection or trying to stir up people going into the Capitol and they were calling them out saying FBI, FBI. And and, and, and then if 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 she'd have been watching or, or, or saw our show, she'd have saw us and other patriots around, uh, independent journalists showing them that Capitol Police opened up the gates to let people in and told people to come in. If she'd have been watching, she'd have saw that we showed video of them and, and, and giving information that people, a lot of people may not know that those doors at the Capitol do not open if you don't open them from the inside because they're magnetically held together. And you cannot open them doors without the magnet magnet being released, so the doors would uh, would open up. But she didn't uh, apparently know all this, so I had to inform her that. I said, so in all in all actuality, President Trump actually tried to warn them ahead of time and and requested by, through Mayor Bauer, Bauer uh, that they accept. Uh, uh, soldiers or I guess uh, National Guard to come in there so that they can be reinforcement uh, uh, at least a week prior to that because they saw information that there might be some unseemly things that take place. Well, and then if she'd have been watching and the elders have been watching, then she would have saw us uh, showing these things right here and that President Trump actually before he got the, he left the elliptical and they got to walk over there. He said, let us go over and peacefully protest, making our voices heard uh, to encourage these weak Republicans over there. But he said, peacefully make our voices heard over there. And they, and, and but at the time that he was saying that, the riot, the rioters or the provocateurs were already in action over there at the Capitol. It, if she if she'd been watching, then she would have known that the Capitol police shot uh, flashbangs or bang, uh, bang grenades over the top of the first few people into the middle of the crowd. And then if she would have been watching it, then. And, and keeping up with our show, she would have saw that when those when those flash grain grenade gone off, you would have saw individuals that were standing back there just in the crowd would have saw that they had holes knocked in their mouth and all the way you could see through the side of their face. This type of thing is what was going on, and it was unprovoked. There was no one pushing against the barricade on that side. Uh, of what was going uh, uh, of the uh, the protest that was up there, but then I I brought it to her like this. Look, think about this. The the if you saw all of this, then you the the real question should be, why is it that over a million people were so ticked off that they would come to the Capitol and protest an election like never done before? 
And I said, the answer to that question is that when you look at, oh, there were over tens of thousands of people across the United States who signed affidavits. They signed fat, they find they signed affidavit Davids, which mean under the penal of perjury, if they were proven to be lying about what they saw in 2020 on elections and the fraud and the lies and the, the cheating and the stealing and all of these things that came up, if they would have been found guilty on any of those, any of that, then they could have been sentenced or to prison time with a felony for perjury. And then I asked her, how many people uh, have you heard of being locked up uh, for perjury on these charges? How many people have you heard that have gone through that? And the answer is not one single person has been charged. Not one single person has been charged uh, with perjury. And that's the truth of the matter. And so the, the, when, when you look at that, that's all you need to know right there is that there was a whole lot going on behind the scene and the mainstream media will not report on it because they've been one-sided and now we're beginning to see the uniparty. We're seeing the uniparty where they come together. They act like they're the worst enemies with each other. And then all of a sudden, when 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 it's time for war, they all come together. And Donald Trump has been the president that has been against uh, regime changes, uh, overthrowing governments, uh, causing and creating wars. He's been against that. And so they hate him because he got in the way of their billions of dollars being shuffled over into these other countries and stuff. So if, if, if I want to ask you this. If you have not shared uh, the Apostolic Conservative Show, please, if you would now, uh, we are the new news in Christian format while debunking the mainstream media. If you would, please share this link. Help us get around the algorithms that Big Tech uses to suppress our voice. And I want to get ready to go to take you to a video that Dan Bongino uh, put out uh, just uh, on the, on yesterday, I believe it was. And uh, we ran into power outages over here in Georgia. And uh, I had some videos I want to get to um, before we get ready to bring our guest on in the next uh, 10 minutes, 10 to uh, 15 minutes. But please share this, like this, help us get around those algorithms because we're in war whether you realize it or not. And we have to be prepared. And we need a leader uh, that that will fight like never before. And I want to go to this video because he is uh, he he played this video of Mark Robinson that that just it, it tells you where we need to be in the mind frame we need to be in. Laying the absolute smackdown on race hustlers looking to destroy this country. Check this out. Young men and women have given their lives for this nation. All the way from the beginning to this moment right now, they did it so you could sit in those chairs and listen to me right now. They did it so I could stand here and speak without some jackbooted thugs coming in here throwing chains on me and dragging me away. They did it so this nation could re remain free and strong and proud and brave. 
And when I think about it, guys, every time it brings tears to my eyes. The way people have sacrificed for this nation. And then they hear people say that this nation is not good enough. That this nation is less than. That this nation is racist. My God, where do you, what part of this country do you have to live in? Where are you at in your mind to say that this is a racist nation? Where? Show it to me. Bring it to me. Lay it at my feet. Any person that thinks that this is a racist nation, look here, I got a personal story to tell you. A personal story to tell you. I'm standing right here and I'm looking at all these different faces in here and I see people that don't look anything like me. Some of whom have embraced me in tears and tell me that they love me. And they don't love me because I'm a black man or because I'm a white man. They love me because we share a heart. We share a heart for this nation. We're supporting this nation where people don't care what you look like anymore. Just as long as you're standing up for what's right. And that's why we're here tonight, folks. We're here to stand up for what's right. Because we know what's right. And we have right on our side. And I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you, as you sit in those chairs, as you stand there, as you listen to me, if you don't think this is a fight, all you got to do is turn on CNN for five minutes. And your mind will be changed. And so, what I'm going to leave you with here tonight, guys, is this. It's time to stand up and be strong. You know, I said for many years, if we had a president that would just stand up and say what needs to be said, he'd get something done. And we had one in number 45. We sure did. And he got some stuff done. Folks complained about how he did it, but I'm going to tell you like this. Now is not the time to be soft-spoken and timid and afraid. Now is not the time to sit back and say, well, maybe we can negotiate. Now is not the time to put a pipe in the corner of your mouth and say, well, let's see what the book says about it. This is not the time for that, folks. We are in a battle for the soul of this nation, the literal soul of this nation. This nation is actually standing at a crossroads in a giant semi-truck called socialism. It's coming down the pike. Now is not the time to look at that, look at our nation and say, uh, and you need to look out. Is a truck coming? <laughs> now is not the time for that. Now is the time for us to stand up and say, wake up, America! Wake up! You are about to give away one of the greatest gifts God has ever given to humanity. You are about to give it away because you refuse to stand up like those who came before you. It is time for us to stand up, folks. It's time for us to be unafraid, unashamed, and unabashed with the truth that we have in us. And tell those socialist bastards who want to destroy this nation, you will not do it on my watch. You will not do it now. You will not do it ever. Because this is America. And I don't come from some weak jelly-back people. I come from people who survived the Middle Passage and the Potato Famine. And who survived World War I and World War II and Vietnam and Korea. And survived, uh, and survived the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Folks who survived 9-11 and tore it down for those who thought they would bully us. I don't come from a weak and ineffective people. And if you want this fight, you bring it. Because we are ready. Because we don't back down and we don't give up. We will fight for the life of this nation. And we will fight for the future of our children. You don't believe it? 
you're going to get a lesson. The same way the British did, the same way the Germans did, the same way the Japanese did, the same way the communists did, the same way those terrorists over in the Middle East did. You're going to get a lesson in what free men will do to hold on to their freedom. So hold on to your hats, communists. Hold on to your hats, socialists. The patriots are coming, and you're not going to like it when they get there. God bless you all. God bless the great state of North Carolina, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. That's why we're not in a time where we where we can afford to have uh, soft-spoken, I want to have peace and love and happiness. There's a, even in the Bible, in Ecclesiastic, there's a time for war. Uh, there, there's a time to fight. There's a time for flight. There's all these different times, and this is the season we're in. Now, there, we, have, we realize now more than ever that there are people that literally trying to destroy our country. And the bad, the worst thing about it is that there, the enemy is within. And we've got, we, there are people that have uh, sworn uh, under oath and duty to protect us from uh, to terrorists from foreign, foreign and domestic. And so we, we have to be willing. Are you willing to mount up and get in this fight. And I'm not talking about violence. Or by the grace of God, we won't have to go there. Uh, but one thing is, it's better for the government to be in fear of us than for us to be in fear of what the government do. And there's too much constitutional history to confirm that and leaders that have spoken on that in history. And so that's why we need a president that will stand up to the World Economic Forum and say globalism is done. Uh, we are going to take out, protect our national country, and encourage others to protect their country as well. We got a couple of videos that we're going to get ready uh, to go to in just a moment. All right. Uh, so, guys, just uh, stick with us. Uh, we'll get ready to have our guest on in just a moment going on how long there's been a special counsel we started asking for information in july of last year and some of that is still not given still has not been given to the congress if you're interested in the truth mr jordan the truth is we have a team of folks and they're doing their best to produce these documents director i explained to you the process he's got hundreds of people working around the clock trying to satisfy these requests the yeah, time mr. of the gentleman jordan. has expired well as far as i can tell he still hasn't complied with the subpoena we still don't have access to the full document and there's still been no contempt resolution. So what are the Republicans doing? And what we want, we, we don't want to go after anyone. We just wanted to stop. Judicial Watch, again, steps up, comes to the rescue. We just filed a FOIA lawsuit for this key FBI document that provides significant and powerful evidence of unprecedented corruption by a sitting president. Joe Biden's been caught in a lie, and he should be subject to an impeachment inquiry just based on this information alone. You've got to have facts behind it. Anytime you want to do something in impeachment, you don't just put something on the floor and say, okay, impeach somebody. And the fact that it hasn't happened yet is an indictment of the House Republican leadership. Look, I think we all believe that Kevin is the right person to when, be the next when it's all the, Yeah, we all think that Kevin is the right person. If this isn't caused an impeachment inquiry, what would? What else do you need? I'm tired of them telling us, oh, just wait and see. We're going to do something. We're going to do something. The American people have a right under law to see this FBI document so they can judge for themselves whether their president and his family are crooks.
Boy, every time I think about that, that Paul Ryan and, and these, these uniparty snakes and their globalist uh, agenda, and just think about how under President Trump's first uh, uh, administration, the first two years, we had the House, we had uh, the Senate, we had the presidency of the United States of America. And even though many of them saw the same thing, because they were in there in the report, in the, in the Intel Committee, while even though Adam Schiff was lying about many things after that, it, they were still there. And they heard all the lies about Russia collusion. And they still did nothing. Yeah, I know they put a gag on order on them that they couldn't talk about things, but there was plenty enough evidence that they could have took took a stand. But no, they fought against him. They fought against him all the way, and they accomplished nothing. And so we're sick and tired of that, and that's why so many people like you and I are getting involved all around the country, and they cannot stand it. The uni party can't stand it. Let me bring up something, you know, and talked it in a and talked about it in a while. Do you know that every state uh, has a, a Republican Party, Democrat Party, and every state has precincts within each county, each parish, each township is broken up to precincts within party lines. So you have it on the Republican side, Democrat side. But what these uniparty globalists have done is they have made sure that no one else, uh, they've made sure that these positions weren't filled. They made sure that they didn't get filled by you and I so that they could keep control over the party. And so as this went on, they did they uh they did not um uh, allow us uh to fill these seats so that we could have a party. We can have a say so at the table on local levels. But now when President Trump came along, he br he brought information to cause us to think because of the way they were going at them. It caused many of us to get involved and start paying attention and looking at what was taking place. And so now there are fighters rising up all over the place, uh, being involved on the local level to take part in, in, in elections and different things. And that's what they, they did not want. And that's why they hated the man so much because he talked about things that they did not want to talk about. And we need leaders on every level that are willing to fight and stand up for truth and stuff. And so that's why uh, we uh, have encouraged people over time. And that's why we ourselves um, got involved. Uh, we said that, you know, after 2020, seeing the riots and the looting and the murders and all the different things that were taking place because p the mainstream media was misleading people and misguiding them. We said we need to get involved and get others involved. And so uh, without uh, further ado, uh, we're going to get ready uh, to bring our uh, guest on. I'm so delighted uh, to have um, on here with us um, Mallory Staples, who um, 
they she's got a few events coming up a couple of events that i want to let you guys uh know about and she is the uh georgia uh director of georgia uh for the freedom caucus and you guys check out uh as much information as you can about her and we're gonna get ready uh to bring her on now and so without further ado Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for coming on the Apostolic Conservative Show with us, Miss Mallory. How are you doing hey, today? Hey, Will. I'm doing well. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me and having me on. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Yeah. Well, well. first of all, it, it's a pleasure to see you again. Um, we, we ran into each other down at the Georgia State Convention, and... Um, I, I was so excited uh, to see the energy uh, that you had. And just, um, w if you would, just um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how, did, how, how and why did you get in involved uh, with Freedom Caucus a little bit? If you would well, tell I us a little bit. Absolutely. Um, prior to getting involved in politics, I was very much and still am, um, for that matter, just an average citizen. I've been a small business owner. I'm a mom. I've homeschooled my kids. I was a teacher. I've been involved in Christian ministry for about 30 years. Um, after 2020, really felt called to do something. I was um, just shocked by the censorship that I saw happen by our media under President Trump. I'd never yeah. seen anything like that before. I was very concerned about election integrity and my kids' future, honestly. So really felt called to do that. And I made a run for the sixth congressional seat here in Georgia, which is kind of Cobb, Cherokee, Fulton, little corner of Gwinnett, Forsyth and Dawson counties. Um, did not win the primary on that, I actually came in third and had a phone call a couple days after losing that primary from a gentleman, uh, Philip Singleton, who was part of the General Assembly here in Georgia um, regarding the State Freedom Caucus Network which is the organization that is putting um, the Freedom Caucus that we have, like we have the House Freedom Caucus on the federal level. They've launched those into the states and Georgia was the first. And he said, hey, listen, I would love for you to consider, you know, this directorship job. It's going to be the grassroots that save the state. And um, you're definitely a grassroots candidate. We've watched your race and um, would love to have you on board. And so I took that job. That was last fall and had my first session under the dome um, this past winter, which was jaw dropping, so interesting. And um, that's about a three month um, session. Your viewers probably know that the General Assembly is a part-time job, unlike the federal level, the state legislators do not work full-time. And so we did that for three months. And then now I spend my time traveling the state and meeting folks like you and uh, grassroots patriots and conservatives that, you know, want to be the change, just want to get involved and want to see um, conservative values, you know, championed in our culture and in our governance again. Yeah. So um, you guys are, you're out of session for, is it three months? Is it three? Out, out three? of session for nine. Mm -hmm. Nine months. So you literally just three months uh, you guys have to to try to get with, you know, representatives and try to get things accomplished uh, in, in, in a year, just three months. Wow. 
Um, yeah, that's when the session convenes. And then the rest of the year, you know, you can and we do work on legislation and grassroots efforts preparing for the next session when they'll be uh, voting on all these bills and, you know, looking into legislation. Okay. Um, what are some of the things that you've encountered uh, uh, since being involved that, you know, uh, may have just shocked you or may have blown your mind? Is, is there anything that, you know, you, you thought maybe that legislators would have been for or and you, you met opposition? Is there anything you like uh, you can think of on that? Absolutely. I mean, so much of it was shocking. Um, I think prior to session starting, I was under the false impression that every constituent was represented represented excuse me by their legislator either the house member or their senator mm -hmm. and um that isn't actually how it works in georgia and and this is common but very much the case here in georgia because leadership quote unquote leadership really runs the state and leadership would be um the governor's office you know his team his attorneys lobbyists, um, lieutenant governor's office, speaker's office, chairmen's, vice chairmen's of the different committees, uh, speaker pro tem in the house. Um, they're very, very, very powerful. And so it's difficult for um, legislators who do not agree with the leadership's recommended voting. Uh, the governor has floor leaders that are there specifically to further his agenda. Um, you know, you're really not representing your constituents. A lot of times they're representing leadership and they're kind of, it's what they say on the political uh, campaign trail to get along to go along is really what happens. And so it's very difficult um, in the state legislature to go against, should you feel that that is what your constituents believe or what you personally believe, or, you know, that's the platform you ran on. It's very difficult to go against uh, leadership and recommended voting um, for that. And I thought that was um, that was new information to me and super unfortunate um, the way it's set up. So it, it puts the power in the hands of very few. Yeah. And really, as I see it, takes the voice of the many and and switches it out for the will of a few. And that's, as we know, throughout history, um, that is the recipe for disaster uh, for the citizenry, um, unless you are in that handful of people. So uh, lobbyists are very, very powerful. There's a lot of money. Um, a lot of lobbyists write, actually write the legislation that the legislators carry, uh, which I didn't fully realize until I was down there. Um, that's just special interests. Uh, that should be alarming, you know, in and of itself. And wow. so there was just a lot of really kind of pulling back the veil and seeing how things work. Um, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I feel sorry for these guys because it's uh, for these men and women. It's it's hard to um, be a true conservative under the dome in the state of Georgia. Wow. Um, now, you had mentioned early on that you got when you were getting involved, you were concerned about election integrity. Was there uh, some things that maybe you saw before you got involved? Or is this like, uh, and, and f forgive me if I'm being redundant, but was this like after the 2020 elections when, when, you, uh, when you ran and got involved uh, in this area? 
Yes, it was really the 2020 elections. You know, I'd always voted, always voted Republican. You know, when I grew up, we had same day elections. Everybody went and voted. We knew by that night who'd won. It was just, you know, it wasn't quite the um, operation, you know, that it, it's grown to be over the past several decades. So um, I was concerned about the prolonged counting and you know the night of the election i was watching the television screen in real time as i saw the numbers like flip uh from yeah. trump to biden i was i was watching it like with my own eyeballs and i thought what just happened wait a minute and and um so yeah that gave me a lot of pause and i thought something's going on and then you know following that how difficult it was to determine and get to the bottom of what had happened. You know, why wasn't this being addressed? Why were some people saying, oh, no, no, this is fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Uh, you know, and other people were sounding the alarm. I thought we've, we've got a real problem here as a country. And so, and I think the problem existed uh, obviously prior to that, but I just wasn't paying, you know, as close attention as yeah. I was in 2020. And it was staggering and alarming. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to get involved. I need to learn more. I need to understand this. I want to read yeah. everything I can. I want to watch everything I can watch. And um, it really in, engaged me in a way that I hadn't uh, been engaged before. Yeah. Um, being that we're on this subject, uh, just recently over the past week, uh, down in Spalding County, uh, there was a, a vote that took place, a board of elections and all that, where they... Uh, they actually voted to remove the machines. Um, and I understand that there's supposed to be another vote coming up about ballots or, uh, you know, which uh, ballots or how, to, uh, you know, what what route they're going to go with that. Uh, what's your, your thoughts on that? And, um, you know, yeah, just your thoughts on it. Yeah, we're, we're seeing this um, around the state, um, right near where I live in Milton, um, I actually watched, this wasn't surprising to me because I saw the city of Milton do research for a year, then vote to get rid of the machines and take over their elections themselves as a city. That caused kind of a contagion in other cities as well. And um, I love it. I think that's great. You know, it's always uh, the trailblazers. You need the trailblazers to encourage and empower and embolden others. Um, because, mo you know, I traveled the state and I would say the number one issue when I speak to people is still election integrity. The people are not competent in the system. And so for me, I mean, we had the Halderman report drop a couple of weeks ago with just verifiable data to the um, vulnerabilities of our elections. That's great. But even prior to that, um, even if we didn't have the whistleblowers and the people testifying and signing up what happened in Fulton County, some of my friends were those people um, that saw, testified. Um, I, even without all of that, if the people are not confident in the system, then something needs to be done. Yes. Uh, these people work for us. They are elected by us. They are paid by us. They work for the people. And so, you know, we, we are supposed to be the ruling class. Uh, are the citizens. And so it should have been an absolute no-brainer to stop, to evaluate, to analyze. If nothing's wrong, prove it. That's fine. Prove Go it. ahead yes. and do that. Um, it's not, it shouldn't have been complicated, but the resistance to it, 
the um, people losing their jobs, their livelihood over saying, hey, I saw something, you know, that is like a red alarm, you know, going off. So um, I am um, proud to say I'm part of a coalition of grassroots folks all across the state that are coming together. I mean, the legislators aren't helping on this. Uh, the governor's office isn't helping on this. So <laughs> yeah. the people are like, okay, we'll do it in our counties. And, um, you know, it's saying, hey, we want paper ballots, please. We don't trust these machines. Yes. To this evaluation. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that. I pray we do. Um, like I said, first and foremost, because that's what the people want. And they have very... Um, Re, re, very logical, factual cause to have doubts and, and want these things addressed. And and um, the state has the money to do it. I mean, that's not even a, you know, we had a $6.6 .6 billion surplus, surplus last year. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So please don't anybody talk to me about money and how expensive it will be. The, the stuff we waste money on is, is jaw dropping. Um, the securing our elections is a top priority. That's the kind of stuff that is the proper role of government, like safety and transportation, that money should be getting spent on. Um, so under the dome and our legislators honestly should be jumping, jumping to champion the people and advocate and assure them and take every measure and go to, you know, the fullest extent possible to um, take care of this. And they're not. And that's very telling to me. But I'm really happy to see um, and be a part of, um, with our grassroots coalition partners, this paper please across the state and people addressing it at a, at a um, county level. I think, I think the, the more, uh, the closer the proximity to the citizens, like municipalities, um, cities, counties, the better the odds are of getting a response. You know, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to address it. And it's just, you know, really the people are a lot smarter um, and capable than I think, you know, governance gives them credit for. So I'm pleased to see it. Yeah, I am too. Uh, to, to see this activism of uh, making gains and strides. Um, and, and and you're right, the, the momentum and we've needed people with courage to step up, you know, even though the govern the government, the governor and uh, secretary of state and, and all of them just have really done nothing and been more of a, a hindrance than anything. Um, and right. yeah, and, but you know what, if it wasn't for 2020, I wouldn't even known anything about adjudication process. You know, right. well, it, 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 I would never known about it because I voted and stuff and just went on about my business. But they had to they hated uh, uh, President Trump so much and he was getting in the way of them profiting off of, you know, trillions of dollars. Uh, when as we look at it now with our deficit over 30 trillion dollars. And I think that's really not even the actual number. I think it's far more greater debt in our country than that right there. But they, they, you know, he got in the way of regime change around the around the world. You know, war for profit. You know, and, and uh, as I've talked about it before, you know, both parties, this unit party, work together because both of them profit off of it. Both of them get checks that they can write to they to their people in uh, foreign and domestic uh, to support causes and stuff in the middle of, 
of war times because you have one that have big businesses that, that they can get involved with and you got the other one with big tech big pharma and and also uh all of their social uh, issues where they can funnel money or trickle down money and we found out you know that they they've been using our tax dollars under guise for war and implementing social agendas in these other foreign countries and they've been doing it for a while but this stuff uh has just really been getting unpacked and exposed and and i'm glad to have a leader like you um, out there fighting uh, for our constitutional rights um, and, you know, bring it, shining light on this thing. So uh, is there any uh, projects that you guys are, are working on right now that you guys would like to, you would like to talk about um, that you can make public? Absolutely. I would encourage anybody who's interested in um, seeing election integrity efforts in their county to contact me and I'll, you know, before we wrap up, um, let you know how to find me on social media and the Georgia Freedom Caucus as well. Um, I would implore everyone to join those efforts and get involved um, at the county level with their elections board. Um, on that front, that is massive. We do not have a lot of time. We need to, to get moving and stay moving um, with the presidential election around the corner and the other elections as well. So that um, in August, we are hosting our second kind of what I like to call like an adult field trip uh, down to the Capitol. It's an um, service that we're really offering to our coalition partners and grassroots folks. Um, you, all your viewers, we would love to have people come down and join us at the Capitol. We did it um, about a month or two ago and um, we are hosting, um, our chairman is Charlie Spurred. She hosts on the House side and Senator Colton Moore, our vice chairman, hosted on the Senate side. But we've practically filled the House chamber with citizens who wanted to come down and learn how it really works, like how to be effective. You know, each person has their one voice. They have the time that they can give to being a great citizen, to stewarding um, the life, uh, the freedoms that we have in the most amazing uh, country ever to exist on planet Earth. And um, we want people to get the most bang for their buck with their time. So we are bringing a group down again. We will explain how the legislative process works when they can be very, very impactful, how to um, stay in touch with us and watch the bills that are coming through, learn what they are, understand the process, to be encouraged. Uh, we want them to know where to park. We want them to know where the bathrooms are, where to grab lunch. You know, the dome is the capital is the people's house. That's what they call it. It's the people's house. So we want the people to be very comfortable coming down there into their house and um, being involved in the legislative process to either champion bills that they are in favor of and support the legislators. There are some that are doing really good work down there and to oppose and object to legislation that they do not agree with. We wanna equip the citizens. Educating and equipping the citizens is something that we take very seriously. We do the heavy lifting, um, reading all the bills, summarizing all the bills, creating positions, and we make that available. We have Substack for the Georgia Freedom Caucus, um, and I do as well. I put out a newsletter. We're on social media platforms. We let you know what the big fights are, what the big bills are, what the big spending is. 
we know we know the average citizen does not have the time to read. I mean, That's the House right. voted on 250 bills and way more than that came through committee. Um, they don't have time. We really don't teach our um, citizens and our youth how the government works. No. anymore i mean citizenship it's out and so we want to do that in a very concise way and a way that's fun and be together and we want all our folks to know each other we want our people in chatham county to know our people up in catoosa county and douglasville and hall county you know we want every we want to be a blanket across the state the georgia freedom caucus wants to be a blanket across the state of um, conservatives that are watching, that are aware, and that are active. Like you said, this new era of activism is what I believe will save the state. Um, and all eyes are on Georgia. You know, I haven't heard a commentator yet, political commentator, say that the presidential election cannot be won without Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia. I mean, our position in the country on a national level cannot be overstated. Yeah. Um, so we've got to get this cleaned up. We need people... No, we need y'all to know we did scorecards on every single legislator. We took 44 positions, Democrat and Republican, and we scored them against our conservative values. That's on the Georgia Freedom Caucus substat. You can go read. You can look up your rep. Like my newsletters, I have a little um, button in there. If you don't know who your representative is, you can click that button, put your address in and find out exactly who your senator and your reps are. Um, you know, we just want to make it easy for the citizens to learn, to learn quickly and um, help them get involved, because that really is our hope. Our, our leaders largely have failed us. And so um, we need good people running for office, um, you know, but if you don't know how well your rep's doing, you don't know if they're serving you or not. So yeah. we want to provide that information. And we've done that with the scorecard. Now, now, Mallory, does this go all the way down to like the local level, like county and municipalities, or is this more along the state and federal? Yeah, well, this our scorecards is, are just on the state level. Okay. So okay. Um, we we do not do the you know the state freedom caucus network is here for the states uh, per okay. the tenth oh, amendment. Okay. Most of the constitutional authority to govern is in the states. And so we're, we're here to bolster the good leaders, to call out the ones that are not serving the people and to um, power up the grassroots. So we're state level only. Now I will say, because our network is so vast, I often have people say, hey, you know, I'm in Gwinnett, whatever this district, we're, we're looking for a good school board person. Do you know anyone? And if I know someone, I will connect those two people and let them oh. figure it out. So, okay. so if, if there are, you know, local issues, please throw it out to me and I will um, be happy to connect if I know someone. You know, my goal is to hit all 159 counties prior to session starting. Mm -hmm. So I, I would, you know, absolutely pass on any information I have about good, solid conservatives in an area, you know, to anyone who asked if I had that information. Well, yeah, well, I'd definitely be reaching out uh, to you, uh, you know, being the, the county chair and uh, for the Republican uh, Party in, in uh, Douglas County. Uh, I, I know that they're uh, within, the, within Douglasville, the city, um, they have some municipal elections that are getting ready to the, the, the kick off in August and stuff. So 
Um, yes. Definitely, um, I've been talking to a lot of people about somebody, you know, getting people to run in these positions. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely would like to get, you know, get in contact with you uh, in, the, in, in the near future uh, on, you know, who, who may be in the area that you're aware of and, and maybe they want to take a, a take the opportunity to run for it and uh, we can get behind them. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. If yeah. I don't know, I will be, I will say, I don't know, but if I know somebody, I will connect you as fast as I can and they'll help you out. Okay. Sure. We, gotta, <laughs> we have to do that. Yeah. Now the, the Capitol, when you guys hold this gathering at the Capitol, what, what, when was that again? I'm sorry. We are going to do it. I think we haven't picked the exact date. But the exact date. The, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're shooting for the third week in August is when we'd like to do it. And okay. um, it was a crazy big success. We had like 170 people registered to come and we didn't advertise it. I just talked about it in person when I would go places, but we had a great time. People have asked to do it again. <laughs> It was a huge success. And like I said, just short and sweet information. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we, we know uh, you have the Mallory uh, Staples at Substack. Is there any other social media accounts that they could keep up with you or uh, the uh, Georgia Freedom Caucus? Yes. So please go to Substack and subscribe for the Georgia Freedom Caucus. We post op-eds, press releases, they repost my newsletter there. That's that's super important spot. That's where our scorecards are, all the raw data on all the votes. That's just an invaluable uh, medium right there to, to know what's going on. So uh, Georgia Freedom Caucus is also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and so am I. So anywhere you can find Georgia Freedom Caucus, Mallory Staples is there as well. Okay, and I know you you're, you're short. You're, you're short. We're getting short on time for you. So, uh, but um, uh, what we definitely uh thank you um for your efforts, your your hard work. Um, we we know it's hard work. I know you face so much opposition and and oftentimes, um, and but. I know that you 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 like us. We believe that the the fight is worth it uh, to That's save right. save our country. Because if if we don't we don't fight, uh, then we'll have nothing uh, left to fight for. I mean, because uh, we'll be we'll be indentured servants, slaves, whatever you want to call it. That's you know we'll be eating the bugs as uh, Klaus Schwab talks about. Uh, and, you know, we won't have vehicles because they'll all be, you know, just, we'll all be within 15 minute cities. Um, they'll be turning our cards off when they want to. And when we don't smile for the camera when they want us to, <laughs> all kind of things like that will be taking place. Um, and so uh, we did we did show, share with everyone uh, a couple of events that you're going to be at. I believe one was on the 17th of uh, July, and and then the other um, is going to be around August 11th. But if you would just talk about what it is you got uh, you guys are trying to accomplish at these events. Okay, well, and this Saturday, July 8th, we have a really fun event oh. at Pools, Pools Barbecue up in LJ. That's going to be fantastic. We're going to have the Trump bus up there. Just 
incredible group of patriots and just a fun summer day like people are bringing their kids and little fun outings so that's going to be great if anybody's up that way on july 8th we'd love to have you there um and then what we like to do when we come visit is you know define who the freedom caucus is what our pillars are and then connect everybody to sign on for the newsletter and our social media platforms so that they can immediately start learning and getting equipped and just get out there and get working and so that's that's what we're trying to do is connect people source things just be here to serve the grassroots community in georgia wow all right um hold on we got tech, technical things going on all right well i i want to thank you uh for taking the time uh to join us once again um and if any any other information you'd like to uh, put out uh before we go um and i i want i like to go to a break and then i'll let you close us out uh with uh you know however you you feel to close us out um okay and just one moment. The My Pillow 2.0 commercial. Miss makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My Pillow 2.0. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Yeah, so definitely, if you would, uh, just any inspiring words to those viewers that may be watching and may have been like many of us before that have just not been involved um, and if you would just give some encouraging words to close us out. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I'd love to. That's the best part. And Will, thank you so much for having me on and for doing what you're doing. Um, my encouraging words, you're, you really embody um, by doing your show. And that is that for those of you that are out there and you read the headlines every day, you see what's happening in our culture and in our nation and you're discouraged and it seems too far gone. I know every day I wake up to the headlines of what this administration is rolling out and I think this can't be real. This cannot be happening in America. And I just want to encourage you that you, you, that singular one person are so powerful. Like you could have existed at any point in time on earth, anywhere, and God chose all of us to be here right now. And we are powerful. We're powerful as one. Our voice matters. But when we come together and are like-minded and we um, join efforts, it's just mind-blowing what we can accomplish. And what's already happened just this past year in our state is 
stunning. It was unexpected. We were underestimated. And I love that. I'm fine being underestimated all day long because uh, we deliver, we can get it done. We're moving the needle, as they say. We're getting louder. The more, more voices we have together, uh, the louder we get. And it's just an exciting time to be alive. So I just want to encourage all of your listeners that you matter. Your, your one life can make a difference. And um, when we are courageous and we're bold, it gives everyone else who's watching permission to do the same thing. It gives our children permission to do the same thing. And so I just want to encourage you guys today to step forward. Don't withdraw. Just keep mm -hmm. moving and forward and do it um, boldly. Um, you were born for this. And I think we're going to have an amazing story to tell the future generations of what we accomplished when yeah. we got involved and helped each other do it together. Well, look, look forward to working with you uh, in some capacity in the future. And uh, you always have a, a place if you like to get some information out uh, to as many people as we can. You can always uh, connect with us and we'll do what we can to get the information out for you. Um, and before you go, I'd just like to say that it's my belief uh, that they won't have enough people to do all the things that they were doing. Uh, throughout 2020 and since in elections as they did back then uh, because people are seeing uh, and we're helping to wake up people uh, to the wicked things that, that this administration is doing and there will be people that will will walk away from what they did before and, and will, may just point out some people and some things that they're doing but uh, thank you once again you have a blessed day all right you too, Will. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. What an interview um, as we, we uh, continue to try to do is bring you guys uh, top-notch in information uh, from a, a, vast, a large group uh, organization like that that is working on, on state levels across the country. And I'm glad to have uh, Miss Mallory Staples on here with us, the Georgia director um, of uh, the Freedom Caucus. We've heard many times uh, you hear uh, about Freedom Caucus fighting in different states, you know, uh, for uh, uh, our constitutional rights and uh, trying to make people aware of what is going on. And this is the type of thing we have to have. And this is the type of thing that the globalists hated. Uh, they they hated about Donald Trump because he brought attention to things. He talked about things that we kind of thought but wasn't sure, and then he brought it up. You know, he talked about you know weapons of mass uh, destruction not being there, and uh, you know they didn't want him to talk about that. And he brought it up in the election and said, you know what? And they lied about it. They knew it wasn't, and they still lied about it. And that's something that, because this stuff was done under the Bush administration, that he's supposed to be a Republican running for office, he's not supposed to talk about that. But now we understand that the Bushes, the Clintons, and the Obamas were three peas in a pot. 
they were all globalists. And even the dad talked about the new world order. And so this is what we're really fighting against. This is not conspiracy, wackadoodle talk. These are global people with global initiatives pushing a Marxist communist agenda to destroy our country. And they want us to be like frogs in water, where you put them in, in water and it's cold. And then you turn the fire up just a little bit by a little bit. And because they're cold nature, they don't feel the change in the temperature. And then next thing you know, they're boiling and dead and they're gone. And that's what they want to do, do to us in the United States of America. They want to, to get us in a state where we're lazadaisical. We're following entertainment. We're following the things, this flash, flashy thing over here, that flashy thing over there. Never looking at how corrupt this administration is. Right now, we have the most corrupt president that there's ever been in the history of our country. But all they can do, all the media is forced to do is talk about the man who was in office. And they're forced, they, they have to talk about little trivial things that uh, Joe Obama Biden actually did. You know, when it comes down to Russia collusion, the, the Joe Obama Biden and Hunter Biden actually have been taking money from the Russians. Hunter Biden took over three and a half million dollars and we have the receipts for it. Over three hundred three and a half million dollars from uh from the the mayor's wife of Moscow. Why would he be getting money from the mayor's wife of Moscow? But no, all they can talk about is point the finger at Trump. Oh, he Russia collusion, Russia collusion. And now we understand and we know that he that it was a made up lie by the Hillary Clinton campaign. And they and th this is what the mainstream media does. They get these talking points where they push their wackadoodle agenda with lies uh, to uh, to uh, to throw us off track, um, to deceive us, and I'm I'm looking for I'm going off track right now, and I'm I'm looking for something. I probably should have just waited, but I'm looking for the video because I I want people to know what the media does, um, and we're looking looking for the clip uh, where the media. Uh, Mm, where is it at? I don't see it. We're gonna go to, go to this one. See if we can get this pulled up right quick. And but the media works together with the with with the left to push an agenda that keeps us distracted, that keeps us uh, focused on things uh, that is the opposite of where it really should be. Uh, because with the quick pro quo, it was Joe Obama Biden, and we all know that it was him. That puts the quit pro quo. So we're gonna go to this this next video right here, um, and we have many other videos in the description of the show where you can get the original video. This one on this one won't be out here, but I wanted to show you how easy it was for them to steal an election. Start with a virus imported into America. Talk about it nonstop. Call some governors. Not them. Not them. That's your guys. Put patients into nursing homes. Kill thousands. 
Blame the president. Keep blaming. Blame some more. Lock down small business. Kill the economy. Push mail-in voting. Stoke a race war. Call for riots. Pick a candidate. No, not her. Yeah, that's more like it. Lock him in his basement. Shield him from the press. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Keep doing that. Ignore the economic recovery. Downplay the world peace. Pump the pause. Pump. Pump. Don't stop pumping. Install your software in swing states. That was fast. Take control of polling stations. Call off the election when you're losing. Kick everyone out. Pull out all the extra ballots. Get the software to do its thing. Get the media to say it's over. Call the big tech guys. Ban anyone who notices. Act like the whole thing never happened. Stealing the most powerful republic in the world. It's that easy. News has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 That's the 4 a.m. talking point. So instead of us going along with whatever the media puts out there, we have to start questioning stuff. I mean, because if we don't, they'll continue to push narratives. They'll continue to push the Ukraine war narrative. But when you begin to look at it and question things, you start saying that that just don't add up. They're killing all these Russians and they're destroying Russia and all of this. And, but then after you hear about uh, Russia is getting ready to set bombs off in nuclear plants in towns that they're occupying. Wait a minute, I thought you were killing all the Russian troops and how can you be killing all the Russian troops but yet they're taking over territory? And now you're pushing fear about them getting ready to destroy nuclear plants and stuff. You know, if we if they were winning uh, like they said they was then and it was the best money spent like uh, uh, Lindsey Graham said on the video we played the other day, uh, then they would, we would not still be sending them billions of dollars over there every month. We got to spend them seeing more billions of dollars. The problem is this is what they wanted. They wanted the big evil Russia so that they could fight against them and, and push more funding into it and get people sympathetic with Ukraine that's why we showed you in much of the 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 COVID uh, media and information they were putting out 
about COVID, it had blue, it was in blue and yellow. Blue and yellow, which just so happened to be the Ukrainian colors over there, leading up to this. And it just so happened that Biden, uh, as he takes over, tells the media that, oh, if Russia just intrudes into Ukraine with tanks, uh, you know, there's nothing bad, big or bad about that. You know, there's no big problem with that. Basically, inviting Russia to come in and and clean up the laboratories. Don't forget about the bioweapons lab that Joe Biden talked about in the in the early 2000s and in the 90s about if the UN put uh, intruded on the border of Russia in Ukraine with laboratories that that uh, Russia would be forced to uh, react uh, and have a, a counteract. Uh, active initiative over there. And so these are things that we show here on the Apostolic Conservative Show and you'll never get the mainstream media showing that now because it's not expedient. But under uh, when they were under uh, Obama's administration and they wanted to have a regime change and overthrow the Ukrainian government so that they could control the money what was going on over there. They could take over the bank over there in um, Ukraine, then they they pushed this initiative and this agenda uh, so that uh, they could overthrow that government and then they could get in there and then the, Obama, the Bidens could come in and institute people over there that could guide the money and so they could siphon off money as we're now finding out that there are multiple accounts, multiple companies, CCP companies over there that are funneling money to the uh, to the Biden family. These people are some of the most corrupt people, but they talk real nice until you until they're in their environment who protects them and where you hear uh Joe Obama Biden saying words that you would never imagine he says when he talks about him uh forcing a Ukrainian uh, president to fire Dishenko, the the um the attorney general that was uh investigating Burisma, that just so happened to be the company that his son sat on the board with and was getting millions of dollars with from, and we now know that both of them got five million dollars apiece because any deal that that Hunter Biden was involved in, he had to give the big guy his cut, which was we now know the big guy because Bobolinsky, who was working those deals with him, had the text, had the, the emails and all of that on his side to his expose it, but they didn't want to talk about it. So hopefully we can put some pressure under these uh people up there in Congress so that they can impeach this Joker and impeach Kamala Harris too, who has done diddly squat in a position, but run and talk about circles about thing with word salad. Let's get ready to go to this next video from Ultra MAGA Patriots. The FBI has refused to turn over an informant file on Hunter Biden to Congress. They had a deadline yesterday. Last week, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer issued that legally binding subpoena. 
Motley this morning, the director of the FBI faces the possibility of contempt of Congress proceedings, which technically could result in jail time if the FBI doesn't hand over certain records. And director, to be clear, will now face contempt of Congress. Uh, Unless he produces this document like we asked, it's unclassified document by Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever we have the markup. Will you hold them in contempt of Congress the same way that we saw the January 6th committee do that uh, to members in the other party? I absolutely want to do that. That'll be Speaker McCarthy's call. On Capitol Hill, House Republicans, they're not going to hold the FBI director in contempt of Congress. Hey, good morning, Adrian. Yeah, this morning we know that the House Oversight Committee will no longer be pursuing a contempt of Congress vote scheduled for later today against FBI Director Christopher Wray. This all revolves around that FBI document about an unverified tip. The scandal continues to get worse and worse with this FBI document that we were supposed to have a contempt resolution against Ray. Mr. Gowdy talked about how long this investigation is going on, how long there's been a special counsel. We started asking for information in July of last year, and some of that is still not given, still has not been given to the Congress. If you're interested in the truth, Mr. Jordan, the truth is we have a team of folks and they're doing their best to produce these documents. Director Ray explained to you the process. He's got hundreds of people working around the clock trying to satisfy these requests. Yeah, Time Mr. of the gentleman Jordan, has expired. Well, as far as I can tell, he still hasn't complied with the subpoena. We still don't have access to the full document, and there's still been no contempt resolution. So what are the Republicans doing? And what we want, we, we don't want to go after anyone. We just want it to stop. Judicial Watch, again, steps up, comes to the rescue. We just filed a FOIA lawsuit for this key FBI document that provides significant and powerful evidence of unprecedented corruption by a sitting president. Joe Biden's been caught in a lie, and he should be subject to an impeachment inquiry just based on this information alone. You've got to have facts behind it. Anytime you want to do something in impeachment, you don't just put something on the floor and say, okay, impeach somebody. And the fact that it hasn't happened yet is an indictment of the House Republican leadership. Look, I think we all believe that Kevin is the right person to when, be the next when it's all, Yeah, we all think that Kevin is the right person. If this isn't caused an impeachment inquiry, what would? What else do you need? I'm tired of them telling us, oh, just wait and see. We're going to do something. We're going to do something. The American people have a right under law to see this FBI document so they can judge for themselves whether their president and his family are crooks. Impeach, impeach, impeach. Get rid of them, impeach. I mean, with all the corruption uh, and all the shenanigans. And that's why people are emboldened right now. They're going after your children, going after our kids, because they've been emboldened to act more perverse and more wicked and to continue to, to push their agenda. And they don't care. That's why men are willing to walk around naked in the street, flashing their stuff at little children because they know the perversion that they help get in office is the perversion that that is emboldened them to do these wicked things that they're doing. And so if, if for nothing else, I don't care who you are, you need to vote with your conscience uh, because these people are wicked, and if we don't, it'll be worse than Sodom and Gomorrah, where they came after the angels in desperation to know the men like angels. 
They didn't want the they didn't want Noah's daughters. They wanted the men. They wanted them angels to defile them. And so when I hear people talking about the defiling of the capital, we need to have that same patriot pa uh, passion and vigor about them defiling uh, our, our school systems, defiling our courthouses, defiling our cities, defiling our communities with this perverse, wicked stuff. We need to have that same type of energy when we're pushing again, pushing back against them, and so I'm excited uh, to know that in in uh, in our county that we have leaders that are uh, that are you know a leader that has been appointed, and I want to make sure everyone knew uh, that. And I've I've talked with him, and I really like what I'm hearing from him, even though he's supposed to be an independent. Um, and I'm speaking as uh, the host of the Apostolic Conservative Show. I've, I've met him. Uh, I like what he's had to say. Um, he came, uh, the women, uh, uh, Douglas County Republican women, uh, had him in, uh, speak for them, uh, speak to them. And I was able to be there and listen to, to what he had to say. And I believe he's going to be an individual that fights for, uh, our values in uh, uh, in Douglas County. So I, I, I want you to uh, be able to know that he's going to be having on the 8th, uh, this coming Saturday, uh, they have June on there. So I don't know, is that, uh, that might be a typo. Uh, they have June, so it's probably July the 8th, which will be this Saturday. He'll be at Woody Fife uh, Senior Center from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Douglas County. And that's really over here in Lithia Springs. Uh, so you guys, it, he'll be at the senior citizen, senior citizen, center, and uh, want to encourage you guys to, to to come out and and hear him. All right, um, we'll keep it moving. And I want to go into this uh, next video because um, I want to, you know, ultra mega party, and and I have been pretty hard on uh, Jim Jordan, but let's not forget that Jim Jordan has been fighting on our behalf. I don't know why. You know, they're not going forward and why they're not, uh, you know, going ahead, going ahead with impeachment of, of papers and documents on Joe Biden. Um, God knows. I don't know. Uh, only knows what it is and, and those that are around the circle or whatever. Uh, but then, but I do know that uh, Jim Jordan has been right and he's been fighting for us fighting for President Trump for the longest and been on the right side of it when he, he's been exposing uh, things like even what they were, uh, how they were trying to politicize uh, the postal worker uh, in that uh, situation that was going on, knowing they knew that they had plots going on. These people have, have come together. They're in these think tanks across America and leading up to 2020, they were trying to get people, recruit people that they thought would be leaning Democrat ways to come to these think tanks uh, where they would sit in and they would just throw out random wild ideas out there, try to get a feel on the room and see whether individuals, how they would react to certain things. And then they, this is how they get a feel. This all often time how perverts uh, get uh, 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 make their move advancements. 
on individuals and children and stuff is, is throw out something to see how they react to it. And if they don't react wild to it, they'll go on to another level and all of that. And then this is what they did with these think tanks across America. Throw out, oh, and what would you do if if you if somebody took a, a ballot and they stuffed it in their pants pocket or and would not and, and then and took it outside and they set it on fire, they threw it away and I what would you how would you react to that? And uh would that be an easy way to steal an election and they would just go on and I'm just throwing out hypothetically what could have happened, even though we know that there were people burning ballots and stuff. Uh, saying screw you, f you, and all of this out in fields and di different things. So some way or another, they got them out of there. But this is what was happening, and so they they went over a year or so span of running these think tanks around America. Because I was invited to the think tanks, uh, but I knew which what which party was promoting the think tank, and I didn't want to be a part of it. Uh, and so this type of uh, thing have been going, but. I wanted to stand up and help redeem uh, Jim Jordan a little bit uh, because he has been on top of a lot of things uh, for us. Going on, how long there's been a special counsel? We started asking for information in that July. It's his fault that we didn't know who won the Democrat. I don't know if we, if we still figured out who won the Democrat Iowa caucus. Is that the post office's fault? No, sir. So uh, just a couple facts. I want to make just be clear. You got $14 billion cash on hand. You got a $10 billion line of credit. Is that right? Yes, sir. You, and, and changing out the sorting machines and removing and changing out mail collection boxes is nothing different than what's happened before. Right? Every, every postmaster general, every, every, every year we do those sort of things. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So there's no, no different. In fact, what was the number? I think between 2011 and 2016, it's like 12,000 mail collection boxes that were removed, changed out by the Obama-Biden administration. Is that right? It was a lot. I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot. And you didn't order a reduction in overtime or reduction in hours. I think you testified that earlier. I did not. So why are, they, why, why, why are these guys out to get you? What is it? I don't, I don't, uh, they have their own concerns. I assume they're legitimate with them. And, well, you, uh, assume, you assume they're legitimate? Why, why are they out to get you? I mean, Mr. DeJoy, they, they've had people protesting at your house last night. They've been doing it for weeks. Ninety-some of these people have already called for you to, to resign. They, they passed the bill before they even talked to you, before they even had a hearing. They're not interested in any bipartisan solution, as evidenced by the fact the chairwoman wouldn't even contact the White House chief of staff, who had a bill that he worked on with the previous chairman, the late Chairman Cummings, a bipartisan bill to address concerns at the post office. So I'm asking you, why are they after you? You were, you, first of all, you were, you, were, uh, you were appointed by the Board of Governors, right? I was appointed by unanimous appointment by a bipartisan unanimous, Board of Governors. Unanimous vote, bipartisan, not all Republicans. Democrats thought you were the right guy for the job, right? Yes, sir. So why are they out to get you? I, uh, I, I have no, no idea. I do have a lot of support out there amongst the employees and people in America, though. I receive it every day. You got an amazing record in business. You got an amazing history of community service. You help kids with their education. You serve your community, serve our country, and these people are out to get you. When all the facts, none of the facts, th 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 as the Wall Street Journal said, this is one giant conspiracy from the Democrats. I'm just, I just want to know what, what, what could be their reason? What could it be, Mr. DeJoy? We know it's not based on the facts. What could it be? Uh, 
Uh, Might it be politics? Might it be? Might it be the election coming up? Might it be the fact that they actually want to wait and count votes after Election Day? Maybe they want six weeks after the election. Maybe they want to be counting votes six weeks after the election, the presidential election, the biggest election we're going to have. Maybe they, maybe they want to be counting votes six weeks after like they did in the chairwoman's race or four weeks after like they did in New Jersey. Or maybe they want to wait forever like they did in the Democrat Iowa caucuses. Might that be the reason? The chaos and confusion that we saw with all three of those elections. Maybe that's what they want. Could that be the reason, Mr. DeJoy? I, I don't know uh, what motivates people to have different opinions of me. Well, they've called you all kinds of names today already. Hey, Protesting I... outside your house. They were there last night, weren't they? Yes, sir. Banging pots and pans outside your house, disrupting outside your house, disrupting your neighbors, disrupting you. Mm -hmm. When the facts, the facts, as you've testified, are not anything close to what they've been saying for the last three weeks, what they said Saturday on the House floor. This is, we, we know what this is about. We all know what this is about. This is about these guys wanting chaos and confusion because they, I think they know this. I think they know on election night, President Trump's going to win. They know on election day, the vote count on election day, President Trump's going to win. And they want to keep counting. Six weeks, four weeks, Iowa caucus, whenever. That, I don't know when they decided that one. I still don't know if they've declared a winner. I don't know if it was Bernie or Biden or whoever was running then. That's what they want. And they're willing to go after a guy like you who has served our country, served his community, helps kids with their education, amazing record in business. They're willing to go after you. And you've been on the job 70 days. And everything you've testified is nothing new that's been done by the same thing's been done by other postmaster generals. And yet they're coming after you because that's how much they want to get this president. It's disgusting. And we all know what's going on. And you're, the fact that you won't, you know it too, you won't say it. I think that shows your, your character as well. But I'll say it because it's the truth. And the American people understand it and see right through it. I yield back. He was spot on. He was spot on there. They're going to they gonna want to continue to count, want to go four weeks, five weeks to the election, counting ballots. It was it was a scam that they they had together. Well, I'm, I'm reading reports now uh, that the White House even though we had a judge that ruled that the White House couldn't uh, uh, work with big tech to censor um, patriots, censor people on social media, they've doubled down now as we're getting reports in. And um, as uh, Ann uh, on, uh, Monteith on uh, over in Apostolic, uh, conservative group she manages that uh page that uh, that page for us and that group brother she moderates it and they've uh man they're just going right along uh with their uh agenda and they don't care they, they do not care that's who they are and so that's why we got to get these people out and they don't care about rule of law. All the while, they're talking about us going against the uh, the the democratic, as they call it. Even though we're in a constitutional republic, they continue to talk about us going against uh, the uh, the constitution, going against it. No, they are the ones who are perverting the government, perverting society, 
uh, pushing their agendas regardless. Just like they made mandates on with COVID vaccines and stuff. And now you are you're already seeing how much that is affecting people around the world, infecting people right here in our country with blood clots and myocarditis and all of this. And he pushed that agenda even though it wasn't constitutionally right. It was unconstitutional. And they made mandates even though they were saying that, oh, nobody's going to get sick. Nobody's going to die. You, you get the vax, you're not going to die. But all the while, people were dying from that itself. Even because they changed the number, uh, it would go along. You had to have every last single shot of whatever vaccine you had, uh, and 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 uh, to be considered to be vaccinated. And if you only had two out of three, then they consider you unvaccinated when you died, and so or when they died. <laughs> Let me put it that way. But uh, guys, we want to thank you uh, for joining us uh, on today. Um, you know, we are, uh, so appreciative, uh, to what you, um, what you have done, um, and by sharing the show and helping us get around, uh, those algorithms and getting truth out there. And we pray that, uh, God will continue to richly bless you. And I want to get ready to go to a, a segment, uh, that we call a moment in the word, because we believe that a moment in the word, uh, can, uh, change your life. A moment in the word can change my life, and a moment in the word can change anyone's life. And today's uh, scripture reading will come from Jeremiah 29, uh, 4 through 7. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build ye houses, and dwell in them. And plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. Uh, take ye wives, and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there, and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city, whether I have called you to be carried away captives. And pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof shall you, and for in the peace thereof you shall have peace. And this is a scripture that uh, was used last night in our Bible study that our pastor uh, gave. And, uh, and I thought last night as I was hearing that, that that was a, that was a word that people need to hear because it may look like we're going down and God has allowed us to be in this state and no doubt he has. He's given the people the desires of their heart. Uh, they, we wanted to go along. We were willing to go along with the narrative and agenda of the woke and the left and the, the destructive policies and we wound up in the state we're in. And But God told the people, he, he told them and prophesied that they were going to go into bondage for 70 years. But he let them know that they, it ain't no use of you kicking against the prick. But go, you're going to go through this state, but I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to prosper you in the midst of this. And I want to encourage people that no matter what this looks like and how shady it is, keep your eyes upon the Lord. 
keep seeking his face because he has his hands on us. As we call on his name, as we seek his face, God will provide for you and I in the midst of what we're going through. And he'll make a way out of nowhere. And I don't believe the end has to be here. And if it is, then we'll still be in a better state than where we were. Because we we have God on our side. So look into the hills from which cometh your help, knowing that all of your help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth, and they that dwell therein. We serve a, a glorious, a victorious God. And even though it, when it looks like the enemy is prevailing in society and destruction is on every hand, they're coming after our children. Stand firm, stand on truth, declare truth, and don't give up hope. Don't give in. All right, guys, let, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Please remember to keep Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. We look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow at this same time, 12 noon uh, until. And we thank you. God bless you. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. Joe Biden is the crookedest crook that's ever been in the Oval Office. Everywhere we look, there's a predicate for a special counsel. They won't appoint a special counsel, even though it's compelled under the law in which they appointed this special counsel. And you're not supposed to appoint a special counsel against your political opponent. You're supposed to appoint one in the case of Biden. 20 shell corporations. $10 million coming from the communist Chinese military, spread out among the family, no businesses to support this, endless meetings, endless meetings with, with Biden's, uh, with Hunter Biden's business partners, Bob Alinsky, who ties Joe Biden to the crimes, Mr. Big, Mr. 10%. And what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us, come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man is, isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized a document case to go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans. Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat attorney general in New York, Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat prosecutor in Atlanta, Democrat attorney general in Washington, D.C., what do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. You want to yeah, talk about it? But for the first time on the campaign trail, the former president decided to set up shop in the middle of Main Street, right here in the upstate of South Carolina. Trump making a pit stop in the upstate today to kick off the 4th of July weekend. Thousands attended the rally as the former president vowed to again be America's leader, something he says has been missing under the Biden administration. Former President Donald Trump speaking here in Pickens for just over an hour. The rally pretty much on brand for the former president from criticizing the Biden administration to touting GOP polls indicating he's the front runner while vowing if elected to quote, make America great again. And former President Trump visited Pickens today ahead of the 2024 presidential election.
Applause and USA chants from Trump supporters as the former president flew over Pickens before taking the stage on Main Street Saturday afternoon. Those familiar with the small southern cities say they have never seen this many people in town. It's, a, it's pretty, uh, pretty impressive because it goes to show you how concerned Americans are. I'd like to see any other president candidate, whether the Republican, um, running for the uh, primary or sitting president that brings these kind of crowds. I think it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, especially here in Pickens. Thousands of people flooded downtown Pickens, eagerly awaiting former President Donald Trump. There's nowhere else I'd rather be to kick off the 4th of July weekend than right here on Main Street. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. And in the end, they're not after me, they're after you. And I just happened to be to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Hi, my name is Jim Meehan. I'm a medical doctor. I'm the CEO of Meehan MD. What I'm here to talk to you about today is getting started on a health journey that is not being done in the United States today. The broken healthcare system is something I left a long time ago so that I could teach you to become a scientist of your own health. I created the Mindset Framework for Health. Mindset is an acronym that um, guides us in the seven key elements of health. 
We want to focus on M, the microbiome, and your mind-body connection. We want to talk about I, the inflammation control in your body. N is for nutrition. D, detoxification. S is sleep. E is exercise, and T is total hormone balance. If we don't get those seven key elements in line, optimized, uh, working for you instead of against you, I'm not the pill for every ill business model. I left that a long time ago. We've created something better here at MeNMD. We're guiding you on a journey to optimal health by helping you focus on those seven key mindset elements to take you to a place in your health that you've never been before because you've only had doctors that wanted to spend a few minutes with you prescribing a pill for that symptom that you have. I believe in using nutrition and exercise and lifestyle changes and targeted supplementation and getting your hormones in optimal balance, ending all of the things that are driving your health into the dirt. I want to take you out of that and I want you to grow, get strong, get healthy. Go to MeHanMD.com and get started with this. Just click on the Let's Get Started button and you can download information about um, how to treat COVID-19, how to end inflammation, how to start your health journey. Want to lose weight? You want to get your hormones balanced? Come to MeHanMD.com. Mike Mandela, inventor of MyPillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. 10 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. The FBI has refused to turn over an informant file on Hunter Biden to Congress. They had a deadline yesterday. Last week, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer issued that legally binding subpoena. This morning, the director of the FBI faces the possibility of contempt of Congress proceedings, which technically could result in jail time if the FBI doesn't hand over certain records. And Director Ray, to be clear, will now face contempt of Congress. Uh, Unless he produces this document like we asked, it's unclassified documents. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever we have the markup. Will you hold them in contempt of Congress the same way that we saw the January 6th committee do that uh, to members in the other party? I absolutely want to do that. That'll be Speaker McCarthy's call. On Capitol Hill, House Republicans, they're not going to hold the FBI director in contempt of Congress. Hey, good morning, Adrian. Yeah, this morning we know that the House Oversight Committee will no longer be pursuing a contempt of Congress vote scheduled for later today against FBI Director Christopher Wray. This all revolves around that FBI... Okay, we were just quiet, sitting back. We were excited then when they started messing with it. No other choice but to step up. 